Greetings, Maltopians. Are you looking to delve deeper into the world of Maltopia? Then check out our Patreon, where you can find written mythos pieces, world maps, found footage, art, Patreon-exclusive shows, and more. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Maltopia and join one of our tiers for access to great new content. Brave the forbidden and embrace the darkness. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Maltopia Podcast. For our oldest and most loyal listeners out there, we wanted to let you know about our new Patreon page. Outside of our careers and time spent with family, the three of us here at Maltopia have been working every night and weekend for the past five years, building our company into what it is today. 
With your help, our goal is to make Miltopia our livelihood, allowing us to bring you higher quality content, exciting new podcast series and published works, and a large central community for you to take part in. As a thank you for your support, we're offering exclusive perks and bonus content, like early access to podcast episodes, behind-the-scene creator videos, and more. Go to patreon.com forward slash Maltopia today and explore our membership levels. And be sure to scroll through for free public content, some of which gives you a sneak peek at what you can expect when you become a member. From Mark, Steve, and Walker, thanks again for enjoying our podcast, and we hope to meet you soon on Patreon. You really should have hit me harder, or killed me, because I won't show any of you an ounce of mercy. Lynn had summoned the void as she spoke, bringing it beneath the group of wanderers, letting it sup upon their solidity, their very existence. She could feel the appetite of oblivion, where she lived in its belly, or where it lived in hers. There was no telling at this point, no meaningful distinction. She toyed with them at first, annihilating their surroundings, reducing the world to whispers of a fading dream. Gregory, the one who had hefted her upon his shoulder, dropped her and extended his slush field, trying to dampen the living nullity that chewed through his body, intent on swallowing his soul. His attempt meant nothing to Lynn, because at that moment, she was nothing. There were three of them, all told, screaming for mercy. Taking to her feet, she feasted upon their fear, their misery, their pain. The effort fattened her sense of self, lit a squatter's fire in her heart, weak and scrawny, but a feeling, warmth, nonetheless. She might have relented had a missile not detonated nearby, its fire and rage devoured immediately by the unfolding void. It was the machine creature again hovering slightly distant of her cosmic starvation. She lifted her hand, pointing the wanderer out. The oblivion, like some obedient dog, lurched at the designated target, filling the vacant air with an even more potent brand of absence, seeking out the rocketing monster. A crack formed in the benighted firmament, chasing the fleeing mechanoid opening to a darkness that made the surrounding night seem like the blaze of a lightning bolt. As the thing sped away, barely escaping the grip of her power, she could feel another part of the oblivion, a larger share of the nothingness behind all things, offering itself to her, to overcome her current limitations, should she only ask. 
Lynn used the small fire in her gut to stoke a minute willpower, to rein herself in, to retain what was left of herself. As the Void Mother became a sense-stealer again, she surveyed the consequence of her indulgence. Everything around her, nearly half a block of space, had vanished. The absence, however, was not totaled by the span of decimated matter, but rather by its utter disappearance. The affected area had evaporated entirely, so it was that houses and trees on either side of the nullification were pulled closer together by the resulting vacuum, filling in the missing space as if it had never been. She'd allowed the wanderers to persist among the living, but only barely, their life having been largely digested into oblivion. It was certain the void had left its mark upon their souls. She looked towards the smoke where it piled into the night, flecked by flame and hot ash, and she walked to meet her fellow passengers. Along the way, she passed the fleeing shapes of dead witchers and felt the tremble of worried earth that typically followed the detonating of a bomb. She knew the dead nut was busy at his work. By the time she waded through so much smoke and fire, her gigantic teammate had apparently finished with one wanderer and was looming over another. A sturdily built man barely visible for the thick black smoke that tumbled from him. There were two others flanking him, a man and a woman. Keith was standing off to the side with what seemed an elderly couple, sporting a smile as long as the horizon. Where there's smoke, there's fire. And where there's fire and gigantic craters in the earth, there's the dead knot. Lynn said as she strolled into view, her smile a reasonable facsimile of Keith's. The sly expression was more for the wanderers, as her smile was as hollow as the huge hole in the street. And the fearless leader emerges from the conflagration to take the reins of her people, spoiling for a fight as they were. Which one is William? Lynn demanded, having filled in most of the blanks as to what was happening. Well then, allow me to introduce our current malefactor, William Church. Cromwell told in tones of gravel and thunder, gesturing politely to the man buried in rolling black waves of smoke, eyes like black stars. You guys is pretty cocky for a bunch who are about to get their tickets punched. <laughs> the man's concluding chuckle was palpable with false bravado, but he seemed willing to test his luck nonetheless. The rest of your team is lucky to be breathing, and I'm in no mood to play games. Lynn cautioned. So we can either talk, or I can turn you and your people into screams. Choose. A few tense seconds passed before William spoke. Ah, uh, <laughs> we're all uh, Malsapiens after all, right? William replied. I, I guess we can talk this over. Let's all uh, take a walk to my place. Have ourselves a good old-fashioned sit-down. Lynn turned to Keith. I heard Hazel screaming back at the house. I hope she'd made it up here with you guys. And I haven't seen Mars at all. The dead not interjected at the news of Hazel. I hope you've not injured our young regressor, Mr. Church. I'm afraid of what my brother might have me do to you. 
The air went cold as the pale passenger's eyeless stare seemed to burrow into William. I, uh, I didn't order anyone killed. J just wanted you all to get under one roof was all for a sit-down, you know? The wanderer seemed to shrink beneath Cromwell's flowing shadow. Keith, head back and see if you can find Mars and Hazel. Cromwell and I will make our way to Devon Street, since Mr. Church saw fit to destroy our home. William flinched at the news, looking away from his captors. Keith looked to where the old man and woman stood examining the events with careful eyes. My most sincere apologies, dear Theodore. I had no idea the evening would turn so sour so soon. Nothing spoils the spirit of a good time more than the perverse ugliness of unwanted company. Although, on this particular occasion, I feel the slight will be repaid in triplicate. Yes. Keith looked to his leader, where she nodded grimly at the question. Once I've located our wayward passengers, I'll see to it that your home is restored. I cannot express how awful I feel over the whole thing. You needn't worry yourself about all this, lad. This little shindig was a long time in the making, and I feel strongly that the night's portents will bode well for the general health of the city, if not poor William and his boys. Now, you just get along and find your fine people, and don't think again on poor old Theodore Limpinil. To be honest, I found the evening's entertainment to be far more delightful than in the evening prior. <laughs> yes, sir, this was as fine a dinner as ever this old man has had. Theodore's final smile fell upon the vanished menace of the leader of the Wanderers, where William winced beneath the heavy shadow of the ghastly passenger. The massive storm front obeyed the will of the king of the Oversapiens with dutiful enthusiasm, gathering itself into massive coils that encircled the lands wherein dwelt the lost kingdom, forming itself into a growling bulwark that headed off all but the most stalwart skyborne invader. Ingrin hovered at the heart of the curling storm, directing it with military precision. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Once he was satisfied with its placement, he turned his will upon the frozen earth, plunging and pulverizing its surface until the outer approaches to his underground keep were as flat and smooth as slate all while deeply furrowing the stone and dirt that immediately surrounded it. The way into his kingdom would be unshielded for any invading ground force, while his own legions would have ample cover from which to operate. Next, he called upon all the creatures that lurked the nearby land and water and sky, demanding their unflinching loyalty and spreading them out to serve as early warning systems. Should something stir within their preferred element, they would know, and so would he. Having sampled some measure of the enemy's forces, the psychic giant and the colossal monster insect, he'd selected his best people to lie in wait for them, over-sapiens whose powers were as splendid a counterforce as he could produce from his ranks. To better coordinate with his outer troops, each of them was equipped with an artifact from the Lost Kingdom, allowing instant communication between them. His legions were swelling by the day, 
thralls and spies and warriors, the living resources his people had cultivated in their time away from him. Making such forces viable tools for war were the chemical elixirs that Strogen had prepared. The overdoser was able to biologically synthesize just about any known chemical under the sun, and then some. Drawing upon the treasure trove that was his gift, he'd concocted certain cocktails that would vastly enhance the abilities of those who imbibed them. He was also experimenting with tonics that might go so far as to bolster the abilities of an oversapien, though that work was still under development. All summed, the new preparations for war were uncertain protection from a largely unknown enemy, but, perhaps more importantly, the efforts had concentrated the spirits of his people, to say nothing of his own. For better or worse, he created a sense of hope for them, the possibility that their father could be felled by his children. He thought of Kronos and Zeus, how children have sometimes been the bane of their forebears, and hoped. After parting the tall doors that opened to the stony passage sloping down to the principal gates of his kingdom, he found Caleb the Weakener awaiting him. The Strahd have arrived with company. Caleb smiled with a confidence that did not come from the overuse of his power. Ingrin returned the smile. Then let us speak with them. The Strahd had come to the kingdom through the lower passages where the vaults to the underworld lurked solemn and cyclopean, where a wind born from underground powers lapped at the ancient dust like an invisible tide. Their violet eyes pricked through the darkness like tiny stars, and they stood as still and silent as stone, waiting for the king of the Oversapiens to address them properly. Welcome, my friends. You do us a great honor by coming here, and we value your aid more than we can say. Angren extolled. Please, be seated. His sweeping gesture indicated the great stone table surrounded by equally massive high-backed wooden chairs. Silently, they took their seats. While there was a certain racial uniformity to their features, their pale skin and violet eyes, they differed wildly by way of dress and features, as much as any human's. The most pronounced styles included long sable robes festooned with strange symbols, while others wore smart-fitting crimson outfits that approximated a sort of gothic flair found in human dress of that period. There was also a superficially human quality to their appearance that evaporated upon closer inspection. Something surely alien lurked the depths of these creatures, hiding behind a facade of elegant humanoid construction. We only ask for separate quartering and solitude. No food or drink will be required. When the time comes that we are called upon, we will follow our own direction upon the battlefield, and naturally, the condition we have already agreed upon. If you find these terms acceptable, this alliance will be a formal one. The Strahd Angren had previously met with did all the talking. Angren wondered if any of them would ever tender a name, or if he was to refer to them merely by their racial designation. Then we do indeed have a formal alliance. I would, if you might indulge me, like to speak with you a moment longer before you are shown your chambers. 
The apparent leader of the Strahd nodded his head. Of course. Excellent. After our last conversation, I sent some of my people to track down the creatures you had hinted at. Those who had once brought the machine low. Ingrin paused to observe any reaction to his statement. There was none. What they encountered was, I must admit, not what was expected. They killed two of my people. At this last part, there was a noticeable reaction from the violet-eyed audience. They all looked to their leader, who, for his part, nodded gravely. Did you recover their bodies? The Strahd asked. We did not. Ingrin paused again, studying the creature's strange eyes. Then they are not dead, and you may be in more danger than you realize. More even than what the machine represents. None of your people should be out alone, and none of them should entreat any threat, no matter how trivial, without alerting you to it first. I told you what I did to give you hope for yourselves, not that you should seek out such creatures. What are they? From what was described to me, they were more like slavering beasts than intelligent beings, let alone anything that might rise to the level needed to defeat the machine. Lestrade looked down and shook his head as he seemed to weigh the moment. You mistake simplicity for inferiority, good king. The Carnivian are not simple as much as elemental. Their souls partaking almost entirely from a hunger that informs all creatures their most basic drives. To hunt and kill and devour. This is the sum of the Carnivian the very soul of hunger. Does this change anything, as far as our arrangement is concerned? Ingrin wanted to cut to the chase, know precisely where things stood. The speaker momentarily exchanged looks with his people before answering. No, it does not. Ingrin could see that the decision, while made quickly, was not an easy one. He wondered what made the dead Oversapien so valuable to these creatures so much that they would risk a menace as baleful as the one outlined. He shivered while thinking again of the hell he'd spoken about with Caleb, the fate of any fallen Oversapien. These Strahd were more like carrion beasts than allies, it seemed to him now, but at least they were his carrion beasts. After the Strahd had been taken to their rooms, leaving behind the monstrous specter their words had created. Ingrin joined Caleb in the throne room. After sharing the details of the meeting, the weakener was silent for some time, chewing his lower lip and nodding his head as he collated the new information. Maybe we should just run, take the kingdom further below and rethink our next move. Build ourselves up, Caleb finally offered. After all, we have no idea when the machine will even attack and we're just sitting ducks for these other things. We will never be stronger than we are right now. This spirit I have conjured, this hope, will die soon. Once it's gone, it can never be revived. Not unless we prove to ourselves that the machine can be beaten. If we run and hide, we will simply perish alone, huddled in the dark of some deep hole in the earth. Caleb looked as if he'd been beaten down by his king's words and left for dead. What about the auguries? 
There must be something there that can help us. Give us some sense of how all this will turn out. The Weakener's words outlined the grammar of desperation, his eyes almost pleading. I have consulted all our oracles, chiefly the Harrow Box. The last session with it was performed with articles recovered from our exchange with the two monsters, the giant and the insectoid atrocity. The signs were clear. The machine is coming. Running at this point will not avail us. We will perform another session with articles belonging to both Adrian and Greth, considering what the Strahd have told us. But I suspect the outcome will do nothing to change the state of things. After all, the Strahd keep their own divining methods. They know the threat far better than we, and they have chosen to stay. We must make peace with ourselves, Caleb, with all that we've done, and steal our souls for the worst. But the hour of the Oversapiens is finally at hand. Thank you once again for listening to another episode of the Maltopia podcast. To help us grow and spread the word, we'd love nothing more than for you to like, comment, rate, and review us on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. You can also connect with us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and tweet us on Twitter for the latest original artwork and important updates. And for even more about our ever-growing literary world, head to Maltopia.com to read our dark fiction and gain access to giveaways and discounts with our newsletter. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.